and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing tonight? I am doing great. We're going to talk about one of our favorite things tonight, Jeff. It is time to talk about food. Yes, don't don't listen hungry. If you are hungry right now, just just push pause and go go grab a snack and then come back and join us. Uh, there's a new restaurant that is opening on property. You are down there now. You just experienced it. We are talking about the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And what a fun new addition to the park. It was really a great evening. This was an area of Walt Disney World that in our opinion, and I'll let you kind of speak to it, was really needing something like this. It was kind of surprising that we didn't open with it, but now now it's here. So, you know, speak to that a little bit, just in case folks don't have an understanding of it. One is a very obvious one. It was delayed. And one is my assumption, and I'm going to get something right out there. This is Toy Story themed, but without characters. And the reason for that is if you picture when you meet Buzz Lightyear in the park, you go to him and he pretty much doesn't move. He is a large character. Same thing for Woody. And I have to wonder if they were trying to figure out a way to get characters here. Because it would have been amazing not to be sexist, but we get asked all the time, you know, where are the boy meals? There's lots of princesses. We're asked all the time why there are no Pixar meals. Right. So this one is Pixar themed, incredibly, incredibly themed, but it is a non-actual character meal. So when you say Pixar themed, incredibly themed, tell me what you mean by that. Are we just Toy Story? Because that's what it, it seems to imply. It is just Toy Story. But if you think about Toy Story, Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, it brings in so many characters. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, it's not that simplistic list of characters. We've got everything from Woody and Buzz to Zerg and Bo Peep and the aliens and, you know, lots and lots of characters. I, I have to say... I talk all the time when we do episodes about the awe that I am of the Imagineers. Right. And they are always about the attention to detail. This one, I would have loved to have sit in one meeting about planning this room. <laughs> okay. Because you always have, you know, detailed thought on the floor and a very purposeful color and lighting structure in the ceiling but this one the floor alone is a masterpiece the ceiling alone is a masterpiece the things hanging in the room it just drips theme everywhere but not to the point that you're overwhelmed the point that you're like wow look at everything that's toy story and no matter where in the restaurant you're seated You've got something unique. Well, I can remember, and we actually were talking about this because my family and I were most recently on property only a couple weeks ago, and we were walking through Toy Story Mania, and we were talking about the very first time my wife and I had stepped foot in there, and we had a very similar feeling. So it sounds like they've they've taken some of that and, and placed it in the restaurant. They did. I can't imagine 
how the hours that went into not only the planning of this restaurant, but executing it exceeded other things. Even just not every table is designed identical. Some of them are those bright colors that we're used to for Toy Story. You could be at a red table or a blue table or a yellow table, but then you could also be at a hardwood floor looking table, you know, that plank board. Just incredible detail. Even the entrances to the kitchen for the servers are these well-themed little hallways that fit in perfect. One of them is a gallon of milk and one of them is another, I think it was the post office. So again, like I've said about other restaurants, uh, Be Our Guest, Jungle Cruise, Navigator, Skipper, Cantina. <laughs> Such an easy name. It rolls right oh, off the tongue. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> you, when you're done eating, don't just walk out the door. Walk around this restaurant because you can't see it all from any table. And it should all be seen. So take five minutes and go look at it. There's just so much detail. And some of it you might miss. For example, when I was walking around, there happened to be this little empty table. And the wall behind it had the ruler that we've seen in the movie with Andy's name written on it. Sure. If there had been a family at that table, I would have missed that attention to detail because that's the only spot that that appeared to my knowledge. So I think it's one of those places that you can go back again and again and get new surprises and new details that have been there all along, but you just didn't see. All right. So I guess give us a little bit of a, a breakdown as far as let's start with price, because that's always where, where people's brain go, you know, when they're when they're seeing a new restaurant. What, what kind of price point are we talking about? So it is fixed pricing, no sharing. $45 an adult, $25 a child, plus tip and tax. And the reason for that is it's one of those restaurants we've talked about before. It's not buffet style. It's all you care to eat served family style at your table. And I have to say, holy crow, was there a lot of food. <laughs> the only thing that I think the Imagineers missed on this restaurant is the table isn't large enough for what they're serving you. Well, that sounds at about right. <laughs> one, at one point, I had nine serving dishes on my table. Yikes. It was Yikes. all delicious and you wanted to try it all, <laughs> but it takes a lot of space. All right. Well, before before I ask you to break down what actually goes into the meal, let's get a, a couple more specifics out of the way. You know, there's a timing to this to this restaurant. It's inside it the park. Lunch and dinner seating only. Okay. And lunch starts way earlier than you think, and dinner ends way later than you think. Well, it's Disney meals. <laughs> it's Disney meals. Right. So the first seating is ten forty-five in the morning, and the last seating is nine thirty at night. And it's going to be the identical service all day long. So lunch and dinner, same price, same menu, same everything. Okay. So you mentioned it's all you care to eat, but the one thing I wanted to kind of give folks some bearings on is, you know, where you enter this, this restaurant. You bet. I think originally a lot of things pointed to the fact that as you turn right off of the street, there's kind of that DVC booth on your right and the bathroom on your left. Right. And then on your right, there's a side street 
and you could see the building. And I think we all thought, myself included, that was going to be the entrance. But you're actually going to get into Toy Story Land. So you're going to follow those jumbo feet on the ground. You're going to walk past that big, iconic, woody statue. And just after the statue and right before you get to Slinky Dog, it's pretty set back, but very evident by all the great new sculpture and things out front. It's going to be right there on your right. You talked us a little bit about the different things that make up the decor and make up the theming. Do we have some pictures? Would, would I be a good person <laughs> if I didn't take photos? Not only do we have food pictures, but we've obviously got lots of decor pictures, including, and I promise it is definitely G-rated. I took a picture of the bathroom because it's just so adorable. I don't know what it is about Toy Story Land. I have said for years since it opened, my favorite bathroom in all of Walt Disney World that wins the best theming award is in Toy Story Land. This one's probably the second best. <laughs> okay. These stall doors are all big barn doors. It's just done so nicely that if you didn't know you were in a bathroom, you might not guess it. But... <laughs> They really worked on creating that experience that Disney is known for. So they're going to call your family. And it's kind of interesting because you're really entering a barn itself. So you can't see into the restaurant from outside. And when the cedar comes to get you, they welcome you. They talk to you about, you know, are you ready? We're going to make you an honorary toy. They bring you inside, and right there is the lobby, obviously, and they offer you to do pictures before they seat you or at the end of your meal. And it's definitely a great photo op. And to stay with that rodeo theme, regardless of your age, you are welcome to ride a pony on a stick over to your table <laughs> following your server. That's awesome. I can't, you can't get away from that. That's a good time. <laughs> yeah, it has... So many great magical touches that if the pony isn't your thing, maybe it's they talk to you as you're going in that when you're an honorary toy, they ask you if you know what you're supposed to do when Andy's coming. Sure. Jeff, what do you do when Andy's coming? Be very, very still so that he doesn't realize that you have life to you, of course. So they tell you everybody's got a freeze. Yeah. All the servers literally freeze. <laughs> uh, they tell you, stop eating, hold your fork in front of your mouth, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you've got to freeze. And then Andy is talking. You hear him talking. You will not see him. And then he leaves and all the commotion starts again. That's cute. Maybe the thing for you is the T-Rex dance that they do. And it's just probably... 25 seconds long several of the servers really got into it some of the kids got up and did it you can do it in your seat but again just all these little fun things going on so while there aren't characters at all nobody coming to your table character wise nobody to see in the lobby they've got all these enhanced elements that really make it more than come in have some food and leave are you ready to talk about the food because I'm ready to hear about the, <laughs> the food. You know, we, we've talked about how it's it's all you care to eat. And 
from my perspective, there's been some success at some of these and some that I have left a little bit to be desired. So break down the meal for us um, just one step at a time, I guess. You bet. Well, since you're a toy, you don't get a menu. You get your instruction manual. Sure. And they let you know that much of it you're not making a choice. (laughs) So the first course is bread, and they do have gluten-free rolls if you are gluten-free or dairy-free. And then there are three salads, and you're going to get all of the food that I'm describing to you. Okay. They had this awesome kale salad that I just loved. Uh, Kale and green apples with some green goddess dressing on it. It was amazing. Then you got Wheezy's watermelon salad. Mm. which is obviously chunked watermelon. Sure. And then a root and toot and tomato salad that was tomatoes, cucumbers, pickled onions in a balsamic vinaigrette. So a very, a very, you know, summer feel to your salads that you're getting there in the beginning. A summer feel, but something for everybody. It yeah. doesn't matter. I'm sure everybody eats one of those. And I will say, because it's me, I looked around, I was trying to figure out one of the things that I don't love about when they do the all you care to eat is I watch the amount of food that I waste at my table. Right, yeah. And then I look around as I feel guilty and I see I'm not alone. And they really had one portion size that they brought to every table. Mm-hmm. It was a portion for four. So whether you were one, two, three, or four, you got that. If you were a much larger group, you might get a double portion. You can always ask for more. I don't think I saw anybody get anywhere near finishing any of it. Got it. Even though they look like tiny bowls, they just seem to have so much food in it. (laughs) All right. So those are the salads. Then we move on to what? Then we move on to mains. And you get four mains which again, who needs four mains, but I did eat them. Um, <laughs> you're going to get brisket, obviously barbecued brisket. Sure. You're going to get smoked ribs, sausage, and barbecued chicken. Huh. Okay. And the option to request salmon as a fifth thing. Okay. Or you can select a fully plant-based main course which has a um, cauliflower dish, a bratwurst, and a rib. So, again, we're seeing a big change in what they're providing. But, again, one of those mains and the one is going to be that big platter. Again, so much food. But what, when, and- you say, when you say one of those mains, you mean one per person? No, it comes out like it was four or five pieces of brisket, four spoke, four ribs, five pieces of chicken. So it's a big skillet with enough for everybody to have at least one of everything. Got Okay. Thanks for clarifying. Which is why I said it's a lot of food. Yeah. Yeah. Then there are eight sides. They ask you to pick four. Um, I will say the server at the table next to me just kept saying to his families. And if when I bring the food, I misheard you and you need me to bring something different. Just let me know. So it's a cruise ship is what you're saying. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. Um, so I asked for some recommendations. 
I had the married spuds, which were a loaded um, tater tot. Nice. Half with green goddess dressing, married with the yellow cheese that you would normally put on things. I also have been dying to try fried pickles. I don't know why. I've never tried them. I love fried food. I love pickles. It seems like a win for me. Sounds like a marriage made in heaven. Sure. I, I did go all out and try the roasted vegetables. I went for that healthy option. Good for you. And that was <laughs> everything from zucchini, squash, cauliflower, broccoli, roasted in oil, not, you know, heavy sauces and dressing. And then I had the cowpoke corn on the cob which was a grilled street corn that was amazing. I think I could probably live on the kale salad in the street corn, personally. <laughs> it's okay. But if those weren't to your liking, they have a potato salad, a veggie slaw, a mac and cheese, so that's perfect for the little ones, and then baked beans. Okay. So so that, that completes basically your, your main course there, is you've got those... The tons of protein and then the four of the four sides. sides, four mains, the option for the fifth. If you want the sa the salmon, you've already had three salads and bread. And then we have dessert. Of course, because there's clearly room for dessert. <laughs> I had Billy's chocolate silk pie, which was absolutely to die for. They're served in these adorably small little canning jars. So I will say the desserts were super small portions. They are listed on the menu, one per person. Everybody orders whichever one they want. Um, but again, I said to her, I'd like to pay for a second dessert. And she said, I'll just bring you a second dessert. Right, right. So I also went for the Forky Cupcake, which was an awesome butter cookie with an icing of Forky and Forky's face. And instead of the pipe cleaner that he normally wears, it was a licorice scarf around his neck in a mini chocolate cupcake so that was awesome they have a lemon and blueberry cheesecake and apple pie and then the last one is a strawberry peach pie and again they're super little kind of deconstructed in little canning jars so a lot of fun so my guess is it's it's a lot like a lot of other disney restaurants too that You've got your traditional beverages. You've got some special beverages you can have, and alcohol beverages, you know, at, at, a, at an additional cost. Correct. So the meal did include a non-alcoholic beverage, anything from soda, sweet tea, peach tea. Got it. Um, for the kids, they also had milk or bottled water. Okay. And then they did have kids' drinks, but when I asked her, what was the top drink if I wanted a great drink and a fun picture? I was told it was the Partysaurus Tex, <laughs> which is a strawberry lemonade okay. with gummy worms in the top of it served in a mason jar. Yeah, that makes sense. I could see that. <laughs> they also have an another non-alcoholic option, a frozen cowpoke, which is a frozen hot chocolate. Oh, okay. Well, the adult drinks, again, are kind of on par with what you'd expect when you're a toy. A grown-up PB&J, 
which is a screwball peanut butter whiskey mm-hmm. with a vanilla smoothie mix and grape jelly inside. Okay. Um, a rodeo mule, vodka, lime juice, sugar, and ginger beer. So some really cute, unique drinks as well. Well, I mean, it sounds it sounds like the theming goes through and through, which is what we should definitely expect. Sounds like a really cool experience. Anything else you want to share before we call it a night? I will say when they bring you the check, I little spoiler here for you. The waitress brought me the check in the typical folio like you would expect. And she said, we like to do it big here and handed me probably about a 24 to 36 inch long pencil with a (laughs) instead of a lid, it had a little teeny pen inside. So just again, in that oversized toy fun, a really cute way to end the night. And again, end with looking around and taking those lobby photos if you didn't do it on your way in because super sweet memories there. Well, it sounds like a really fun addition to a really already great part of Walt Disney World. Thank you for taking the time to experience it and sharing it with us tonight and have a great week. My pleasure. Thank you. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share on your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.